0: Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Good evening, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Love is definitely in the air tonight. Thanks for joining me for this special Valentine's Day episode of the Dating and Relationship Show. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, founder of singleinthecity.ca, with my favorite TV personality and philanthropist on the planet, Joan Kelly Walker. Hi, hon. Uh, Thanks, Laura, hi. Happy Valentine's Day. You too. (laughs) I know that dating and meeting new people right now is something that many of you are struggling with. You feel like you're putting in the work, but you're just not making any progress. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. Tonight, we'll be talking about ways to find love in 2021 tips for dating successfully right now, and maybe stepping outside of your traditional methods of meeting people. It is possible to find someone, and I want to help you to do that. We're also going to be joined by a couple that I personally matched, Bianca and George, who will be getting married very, very soon. They'll be telling us a little bit about their experiences with matchmaking and how their journey together unfolded. We wanted to start things off by maybe sharing some tips for meeting somebody new right now. With our changing situation and not being able to get out to meet new people, the traditional way, it can be challenged to put yourself out there and connect. Now, if you're single and ready to mingle, you'll need to be proactive. So, these are some of my favorite methods of meeting new people. Uh, first of all, you're going to want to use online dating apps, get online. While we're in lockdown, I mean, meeting people in real life is pretty difficult, which means it's time to hit the web. So you're going to want to get on a dating app or two or three, or spruce up your profile as well if you're already on dating apps. You're going to want to put that time into your profile and make sure that what you include gives people a good representation of who you are so your hobbies your interests what makes you interesting and also your photos are so important when it comes to your online dating success both men and women are so visual Um, and people don't know you so they're going to judge you based on your pictures and your bio. And that means having the best photos for your online dating profile is so crucial. Now, Joan and I, we host this um, Clubhouse event where we give tips on how to put your best foot forward with your pictures online. So Joan, why don't you, um, and you know a thing or two about photos because you're a model. So why don't you give our listeners some advice on that? Mm
2: Well, you know, I'd love to because it is really, really important. And, you know, a lot of people think, well, you know, I can't afford to get professional photos. You don't have to worry about that. That is no longer an obstacle with the technology that's in some of these cameras these days. It's really incredible. So you can just grab a friend that has either a digital camera or the mobile phone that uh, has, has really good lenses. So just get a friend and you have to take a lot of pictures and you have to move a lot between the pictures, like snap a hundred pictures in four or five different outfits and try different angles, like have them hold the camera higher, hold the camera mid range, have the camera lower. Uh, And you have to keep moving your body and you'll begin to learn which angles seem to work really well for you and out of all of those photos you're bound to find a few that are worth adding to your dating profile now since you're marketing yourself for love instead of a job make sure that you don't fall into you know one look like that's your good serious look or that's your serious headshot that you would use in like linkedin or something for example um so, so try and change up your facial expressions as well, because people don't want to see you in the same pose and the same look and the same expression all the time. They want to get to know you through their photos. So remember that you're only as attractive as your worst photo. So if there's a picture that just doesn't stand, like if you've, if you've worn five different outfits and you found a picture in four of the outfits that you really like, and you're really searching to find one in that outfit, and it's just not working, then skip it, forget it, move past it, only use the four where you found pictures that you're really, really happy with. So, um, you know, there's a a reason why a picture tells a thousand words. So the other thing that is really important, and I'm sure you agree, Laura, is that make sure that your pictures are recent, right? Like six months to a year old, because some people are posting pictures from like 10 years ago. That's so not fair.
1: Yeah. If your hair is red now and it was, you know, brown in your past pictures, I mean, make sure that you, that reflects into your new pictures. But what if it's a
2: girl, like some girls like to change their hair color a lot. Like they're sort of blonde one month and then they're brunette the next month and then their hair might be pink. Can they sort of show a variation of that? Because that also shows their character. Like they're willing to take a risk. They're willing to have fun with it. Yeah, or should they sure, just say, okay, I'm, I'm pink this month and my hair. So I'm going to have to redo all my photos. No, I like the variation idea. That's Yeah, great. I think so. And you know, the other thing, you know, it's hard to acknowledge. Okay. I've gained a little bit of weight over COVID, but if you have, or if you've lost weight or if you grew a beard or something, you also have to show that in your photos. So that's, you know, that's a change. And, and you want to represent yourself as honestly as possible. Of so, you know, if you've been online dating for a while and you might not be getting any hits, you should really think about your photos first because that's your that's your front line. That's your first impression. So someone might pass you by the first time, but then if they see some new updated photos, they might think, Oh, that's intriguing. Let me stop and
1: look at that person. Now, there are a lot of people out there that say, oh, I feel so uncomfortable. I look horrible in pictures. I can't take a good photo. What advice would you give to those people? Oh gosh, you know what?
2: If somebody feels uncomfortable getting their picture taken, the picture's gonna look awkward and uncomfortable i think Mm -hmm. you have to just let it go and just take so many pictures Mm -hmm. have fun with it and then you'll find some pictures where you look engaged and people sometimes like if there's pressure like this like it feels like pressure like oh i need really great photos you know, it comes across. So you have to just let it go, have fun, realize that probably a hundred of these pictures you're going to end up throwing away anyway, and you really only need one. So just have fun with it and make sure that if you're shooting with a friend, just on a mobile phone, just do stuff that you would, you would normally do, you know, throw snowballs at each other, joke around, put on some fun (laughs) music.
1: Those things will really bring a lot of energy to the photo. I love that. I love all that advice. And uh, when it comes to online dating, like I mentioned before, I recommend trying one to three different apps that interest you, but don't sign up for more than three because you're likely going to get overwhelmed and then you're going to miss out on connections. And once you're ready to get to know someone a little bit better, stick to the online dates, uh, until you're comfortable. Okay. You're going to want to qualify someone. And the way you do that is by hopping on a video call, because that's a great way for you to but get How it. many
2: calls should you have? Like, is there a formula? Like I should text with
1: this person so
2: many times before I have a phone call. And then all of a sudden, then it goes to video, like so many
1: phone calls before you have a video call. Is there a formula for that? I like doing it. Honestly, I like doing it right away. Um, I don't go like right waiting. to the video call. Yeah. Not the first date, but like uh, the first time you chat, but maybe like the second or third, like, I don't like to waste a lot of time. So I, and then, you know what, you just ask them for the date, like, Hey, let want to hop on a video call. Let's just say you don't feel comfortable yet, or they don't feel comfortable yet at least a phone call. Okay. And now if somebody is not willing to get on a phone call or a video call with you, then they're just wasting your time. They're not really serious about meeting you and you just need to move on. Um, and then virtual speed dating. This is another great before you move
2: on to that. Just like for video calls, like it's like doing a zoom call, right? You have to check your background. You
1: have to check what you're wearing when you're on the call. Like, so what is your advice about that, Laura? You want to make sure that you're sitting in front of, um, a window or there's good light shining in Uh for sure. Or, you know, if it's nighttime, make sure you you turn the lights on. You want to be at eye level. You want to smile a lot when you're on the video call, you want to wear it. Like you said, make sure that you're wearing something nice. Um, I also suggest like people are like, well, I can wear pajama bottoms. Yeah. But what if the person asks you to stand up, you know, um, right. (laughs) Right. And you're trying to impress the person because maybe you feel good about yourself. So be prepared for all those things. So I guess
2: if it's someone that you really want to impress, would you go as far as like putting on your high heels just to
1: make you really feel the part? Well, I don't think I'd go that far, but hey, if that's what makes you feel confident and sexy, yes, whatever makes you feel good about you, do it. Some women wear lingerie anyways, you know, they wear it underneath their clothes just because it helps them feel sexier. Um, But we're going to take a break soon, so I just want to get through these because we have a special guest uh, that we're going to talk to. So virtual speed dating, this is another great way to get to meet new people right now, just like speed dating in real life, but from your couch, it's safe and you can connect with so many people face to face face if you feel a connection, Um, that's great. So matchmaking, this is for those who want a more personalized approach to dating. Do your homework though and research matchmakers to make sure that you pick someone who is a right fit for you. Get on the phone for a consultation because most of us, we offer a free consultation. But personally, I think you should go with me because I'm pretty good. (laughs) When we come back after the break, we're gonna talk to a couple in their late 40s that I personally matched up last year and now they're engaged to be married. This is the Valentine's edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. We will be right back.
0: Now back to the dating and relationship show with Laura Bilotta from single on global news radio 640 Toronto
1: we are back with the dating and relationship show this is our special Valentine's Day edition I'm your host Laura Bilotta joined by my co-host Joan Kelly Walker we've been sharing a little insight into finding love right now with tips to help you on your journey and you know what Laura right before the break
2: I wanted to ask you how like you're a matchmaker how do you know
1: that two people would be a good match well um we look at personality traits we look at love languages you know their interests uh, do they have aligned values Um, and honestly, Joan, some of it has to do with intuition. We make mistakes sometimes, but sometimes we make beautiful connections like the one that you're going to hear about today. Uh, now I want to introduce you to a couple who met as a result of matchmaking. Bianca and George were able to connect pretty quickly after giving matchmaking a try, the date that they met on, uh, was Bianca's first and George's second through my program. And we're so excited to hear about your story and how your relationship develops. So welcome, guys. Hi, Thank Laura. You. Hey. Hey. Now, Thanks for having us. So. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited to have you guys here uh, here today. So before you tried matchmaking, what was your experience like with dating in general? Like, what were some of the struggles that you guys found yourself facing while trying to meet someone?
3: I would have to say that I spent a lot of time and months looking at different profiles, chatting with people, spending so much time getting to know them and thinking it would be a connection until you actually meet them. (laughs) And so, you know, you, you think there's a connection and then they show up and not exactly the way you would maybe seen it in your head. And then there's no chemistry and there's really not a lot of conversation. So I just feel like there's been a lot of wasted time investing in someone that, you know, may or may not have been true in what they were
1: saying. Like what were some of those things?
3: Well, you know, their profile pictures might not have been accurate. The description of themselves and what they were actually looking for didn't actually match what they may have said in their profile or what they were saying in their conversation during our chats online. So, you know, some of them are lunch bag letdowns.
1: And how about yourself, George?
0: Yeah, I mean, very similar. It, was, uh, it got to the point that it was very time-consuming and it was frustrating. And, you know, you start having conversations with individuals and to Bianca's point, online and, uh, you know, through chatting with them. And, you know, you think that there's good chemistry and that there's, you know, good conversation. Um, and then, you know, you 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 go and you meet them in person and it's just, you know a complete letdown or you spend so much time, you know, trying to think about what you want to ask or how the conversation wants to go and, you know, the waste of energy and, and when it's not flowing, you know, it, it ends up being very frustrating and, you know, you can already tell right away that, you know, there isn't any chemistry and it just becomes to a point where, you know, you are wasting your time and your energy, um, you know, trying to, to create that match. So, for me, it really came down to the frustrations behind it.
2: How did you know that Laura was the matchmaker that you wanted to use and that matchmaking itself was the route that you wanted to try? Well, for me, I actually didn't know anything about matchmaking.
3: I had never heard about it before. However, I had a friend who knew Laura and suggested that I call her, and I hummed and hawed about it for a while, and I thought, "Mm, I don't know. I checked out her website, and I thought, hmm. But then I was like, well, you know what, <laughs> for what I pay online for online dating, I think it's is better for someone else to spend the efforts and time finding me someone that is compatible. And I thought, well, maybe, you know, I'll end up with more of a um, quality of, of the type of person that I'm looking for and the traits that I'm looking for and the description of the person that I'm looking for and let someone else do the work. And I can focus on my life in the meantime, and so that's how
2: I ended up calling Laura. How about and for you, how about George? you, George? How did you find Laura?
0: And for me, I I just happened to to find Laura's website, um, which I you know just took the time to go through, and you know it was very easy to navigate through, and you know I, I think it was probably on one of those nights where I was frustrated about online dating and thought I would uh, would try this. Um, this route instead of going through, you know, the normal online dating um, process. And you know, at the end of the day, I, I wasn't really, I wasn't looking for just a date. You know, I was looking for, for love and for the, the future. You know, with my children. And um, you know, in order to go and, and connect with Laura, it just made sense to me to be able to, meet with someone to. Uh, to you know, get to know and, and understand what I was looking for. Um, that Laura was able to, um, you know, match me with someone that I could um, pursue and have that chemistry uh, right off the bat. If it if it did work, so it definitely um, was something that made sense to me uh, initially and um, and has worked.
1: And George, I think you went uh, speed dating at the time too, right?
0: Yes, I did do that. Like through um, my
1: company? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. And uh, that that was definitely, uh, you know, very interesting to, you know, meet with several people um, on that speed date, um, which, which was definitely, um, you know, interesting to be able to meet with different people. Um, and, and definitely, you know, something that I would encourage others to do for sure.
1: Now I know a lot of people have never worked with a matchmaker before, and and it can feel intimidating. I mean, trying something new like that. So, what were your expectations going into this from from the beginning? Well, for me, my expectation was
3: that you know the homework would be done for me already, based on when you fill out your profile and you kind of indicate what you're looking for, and you know, at the end of the day, I had a little girl that, you know, I wanted to have, like, I wanted to have a partner that I could introduce her to, that could be part of our lives. And, you know, I'm not that kind of mother that brings home, like, you know, 10 different dates. And, you know, I just wanted to have simplicity in my life and have someone else kind of figure it out for me and narrow it down for me based on what I was looking for. Um, and at the end of the day, at our age, like I was looking for a lifelong partner, and I thought that this was the best venue for me. And it has worked because George is a complete sweetheart, and my daughter absolutely loves him to pieces. And I, and I feel like sometimes when they're playing and fighting and wrestling that she's kind of missed <laughs> out on that family um, unit. and. So I'm very thankful that I did go this route because it completely changed my life.
2: I just think this is the most beautiful story. I really love it. I've I've never done speed dating and I've never gone to a matchmaker, but I feel like I'm getting like a real true picture of what it's like. Was there anything surprising about the process with a matchmaker that you didn't expect? I was surprised that I didn't get to see a profile picture
3: because that's the typical way of seeing people when you're doing online dating um but um you know just based on the profile that i received i did do a little research and i was able to actually find a picture
2: of george
1: oh you cheated but you know what it's okay because everybody does that everybody it's amazing everybody is a p.i nowadays it's amazing where you why can don't find you out have a picture why don't you send a um, picture along well with it? you know what we have changed that a little bit um because I find that that people tend to prejudge people based on photos and I mean sometimes I totally
3: agree Laura I totally some agree some people
1: don't look good in photos and I think George <laughs> looks better in real life than he does in a photo and so well, does I'm Bianca a
3: picture of him but you're right you're absolutely 100 percent right and I think not sending a photo was way better.
1: Yeah. So I think that that, that's what happens, right? You prejudge. And then based on that, you're like, Oh, that's not my type. It's like, well, can you give it a chance? Because some people look better in photos. Some people look worse in photos. So I just think that I don't like, I just want to eliminate that judgment. Yeah. Yeah. And George, did you go online and look up Bianca?
0: No, I didn't. I did not do that. (laughs) I, I, you know, we, Laura provided me a a description of Bianca's profile that I read through and I had agreed to meet Bianca. And I think it also, um, you know, it started back when, you know, with initially meeting with Laura, you know, on the telephone and then um, a face-to-face meeting that, you know, almost like you, you built trust with Laura to be able to, you know, explain what you were looking for in a partner. And, um, you know, that was the starting point where, you then receive the profile and, you know, accepting uh, to have a, a date with Bianca. Um, you know, I put trust in Laura that it, it was able to, you know, find that individual that she believed would be the right chemistry and the right fit for me uh, for that match. So I didn't have any issues with not, you know, seeing a picture of Bianca. I thought it, uh, it left it um, intriguing, actually, going into the meeting. And, um, and going to the date and being able to meet with her.
2: So what were your first impressions when you first saw her in person? Yeah. <laughs> I love this question.
0: Well, I mean, instantly I, I you know, the, there was definitely an attraction um, of meeting with Bianca, uh, even you know prior to speaking to her, um, that initial attraction was there. Um, and you know, as the as the night progressed, you know, it became very comfortable having great conversations with her. You know, as I said previously, I'd been on, you know, a date where you know you're constantly thinking about what you want to ask or or what the conversation, how the conversation wants to flow, or and you you waste so much energy um, with yourself just trying to create a conversation where that didn't have to happen at all that night. And, uh, you know, I truly believe that, you know, if I didn't go through Laura uh, for matching Bianca and I up, it, you know, th- potentially couldn't have happened that way. So i um, really grateful that, you know, it worked out on that first date.
1: Were you guys nervous?
3: I was a little nervous, but I was excited and intrigued, uh, not really <laughs> knowing what to expect. And I will say, as George walked in the restaurant. I was waiting for him versus him waiting for me. And he came through the door with a hop, skip, and a jump, and it was the cutest moment
1: ever. Oh my goodness. So did you have like this huge smile on your face? <laughs> I did. I had to giggle because oh, of the way he
3: flirting like he came in super excited to meet who is he gonna be
1: dating tonight
0: yeah it was exciting times
1: oh that is so cute I love this story we're going to take a break but more on Bianca and George's love story and how they met through my matchmaking service love is out there for all of you we'll be right back
0: Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
1: Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. You're listening to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca with my co-host, Joan Kelly Walker, and our special guests, Bianca and George, who came together through matchmaking love is definitely in the air tonight thanks for joining us again
2: bianca and george uh okay so you guys met in person there was obviously some fireworks so after that first date then what then you think okay this is really great how did things go from there when did you know you wanted to continue seeing each other well i think that we
3: knew kind of right away we really did click and we kind of ended up Meetings for lunch, and then for coffee, and then gradually over a few weeks, um, I had invited George to come to my house um, for an afternoon. And one day, I was making this decorative board, and we were having a great conversation, and we were hanging out, and it was a beautiful sunny day. <laughs> and we continued talking about life and our personal, personal like relationships from the past, and how things were going in life. And George said something to me, and at which point I turned to him and said, "Well, we just can't date. And we can't date." And I said, "But you know, we could be friends." And George said, "Well, I don't want a buddy." <laughs> and I said, "Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't date you." And so, you know, there were some things that <clears throat> that needed to something be something that you didn't know, obviously.
0: That's things correct. Things that
3: I didn't know. Right. Sorry. Yes. And so I just, at that point, because I had come out of a different relationship where it ended on bad terms, I wanted to make sure that the next one that I was getting into was absolutely 100% above board and perfect to what I was looking for. And so, you know, I just at that point was like, well, I don't really want to deal with this. It's not something that I want to get involved with. And until it's resolved, you know, it's better that we just either be friends or, you know, we just move on. And so George ended up leaving that day and, um, and bad about.
1: Then you called me, wait, wait, you called me. And I
3: called you and said, Laura, what's going on?
1: (laughs) And I was like, I didn't know that. And then I called him and then he, he explained his story. So then I called you again, I'm, you know, being the matchmaker that I am. And I was like, well, maybe you should just, you know, give him another shot. I think he's a great guy. Like, (laughs) I don't think it is a big deal. I think, you know, and so, um, she's like, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Put me back in your database. And, and then George, I guess was upset. And then he's like, okay, I guess you got to put me back in your database. And then what happened, Bianca? And so then a few
3: weeks went by and I spoke to my brother and my mom and they were kind of supportive of, you know, what I was thinking, but also encouraging. So then I had this big work event that I needed someone that was sophisticated, professional, handsome and charming, which by the way, Laura, if you remember the first thing I said about George after our first date was, Oh, my, he's charming and handsome. (laughs) So I thought, well, I need a date. Who am I going to ask? And the first person that came to mind was George. And this is after George had asked me a few times to meet for lunch or for coffee, which I had said to him, ah, no, probably better not. No, I don't think so. But then I invited him to this work function with me, which was a dinner uh, conference. And I texted him late at night and said, hey, would you be interested in coming to this work function with me as friends? And he immediately texted back and said, I would love to. And then he asked if we could meet in advance for coffee or lunch or drink, um, just, you know, just to make it comfortable so when we go to the function, everything is cool. And so we did. I walked into the restaurant and there he was waiting for me. And all I could think was, oh, my God, he's so handsome, and he's so wonderful. <laughs> and <laughs> so
2: charming.
1: <laughs> the heart
2: wants what the heart wants. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and, George, are you thinking this whole time, okay, here's my second chance, like, don't blow it?
0: Well, absolutely, I was. Um, you know, I was thrilled that Bianca reached out to me to uh, to go on this work function with her. And... Um, you know i I remember replying um pretty much immediately after she had sent me a message and you know I, I did spark it by saying, you know can we meet for lunch uh prior and I remember throwing in there, but as just friends <laughs> and uh, it was uh it was quite humorous and um you know it it was it was great that we were able to reconnect and um you know what made it even easier was that it it didn't even feel like we had, um, you know, gone our separate ways for the the time that we did. We were able to reconnect right away, and the chemistry continued, and it just um, just continued to grow from there. So um, it was very comfortable after uh, reconnecting and and going to her work function with her.
2: So what happens about the issue? Like, there's still the issue, but you you guys just started to really talk about it and disclose the details about it, and that helped solve the issue? Well, I think, as George explained it
3: to me, he thought, well, if Bianca doesn't like this situation, then no other woman's going to like the situation. So I need to turn things around and change, you know, my life. And, George, I'll let you speak to the rest of that.
0: It was, you know... It motivated me to, to make the decision that I had to, to, to make, um, and basically to go through the changes that I had to do. Um, and that really got to the point where, um, you know, it made it much more comfortable for myself and, and for Bianca to move forward. Um, you know, I, I had found what I believed at the time, you know, could potentially be love and um you know i wanted to pursue it and the only way that i was able to pursue with bianca was to um was to be able to you know make the changes that i had to in my life so so um, so i
1: i remember because George is, is such a great catch right and like typically like uh guys like george when they come along in a matchmaking service you you know you you usually have a lot of dates for them. So I remember calling him and saying, Hey, I have another date for you. And he's like, Oh no, I'm back with Bianca. (laughs) I'm like, you guys didn't tell me. So yeah. And then I called her and she's like, yeah, we figured it out. And so I was just, um, so thrilled and I still am so thrilled for the two of you um I wish you all the best I mean we still have more questions for you but we got to take a break now and so we're going to talk more on Bianca and George's love story and how they met through matchmaking when we come back stay with us
0: dating and relationship show with laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on global news radio 640 toronto
1: well thanks for joining us again on the dating and relationship show on global news radio 640 toronto this is laura Bellata with my co-host joan kelly walker it's our valentine's edition with our guests george and bianca who met as a result of my matchmaking program we've been chatting about finding love and trying new ways to meet people in 2021 let's get back at it okay before
2: the break we were talking about this issue um and then george you did mention that you wouldn't mind clarifying the issue because i sort of feel like i've been on a bit of a cliffhanger trying to guess what the issue was so if you can <laughs> share wants that to know. with us i think i think it's good advice for other people that are dating just so that they can learn from your experience
0: absolutely um well what what really the issue was was that i was recently uh separated and um you know, that there was things that I needed to deal with, um, you know with with my ex-wife, and obviously, you know, we have children together. and um, it was just important that um, you know, one to to bianca and and obviously understanding where she was coming from, um, you know you you have to deal with your you know situations and your past relationships and ensure that that is all, Taken care of before you know you can move into and and really adapt into um, a, a new relationship and and love. And in order to do that, you know you, the learning for me was that I, I had to make sure that everything was uh, was aligned and, and taken care of. And at that point, um, prior so to Laura. Yeah, oh, just sorry. I
1: just want to clarify something though. I just want to clarify because you did let me know that you were uh, separated, and I think I communicated that to Bianca. But that wasn't really the issue. The issue was I, as I believe, that you were still going to take care of your children in that matrimonial home. Is that right, yeah. Bianca? Well, but yeah. which I didn't it know. Is. I did not know that. Well, actually, it was that he was,
3: was still cohabitating.
1: Oh, Although they
3: were separated, there was still cohabitation. And so for me, I looked at that as, okay, so wait a second. You can come to my house and hang out, and I can make us a nice, cute board and have wine. <laughs> and then you're going to walk out the front door and go home to your ex-wife and children. And so does that mean that I can't come to your house? but you can come to my house. And that was not okay with me because, I mean, let's face it, in your 40s, who's go- who wants to play games? Nobody. And, you know, based on online dating and, and lies and, you know, misinformation or, ha- or whatever you want to call it, I just wanted to have like a real relationship with someone who's going to tell me the truth and actually want to move on and not play games and be honest so that you can have a relationship. And so that's the day that George was here, and and he told me that, and I said, well, I'm sorry, but we can't date. I think he was a little stunned. (laughs) But at the end of the day, again, being in the 40s with a young child, I didn't want to waste time. I wanted to have someone permanently in my life that my daughter would love and that I felt safe having this person around her and also you know I have to consider the fact that I have an ex-husband as well who wants to make sure that whoever I bring into my life he feels safe that they're in her life so that's kind of why we took a break because I just I didn't want to deal with the mess I felt like I'd already been living on my own for five years I didn't have to deal with that stuff and I didn't want to have to deal with someone else's stuff so that's why we took the break George is a great guy and there was chemistry and there's nothing wrong with him other than I just didn't want to deal with his stuff.
1: So George, I'm just going to put you on the spot right now. So how come you didn't tell me the matchmaker that? Can I don't know. People, I actually,
2: like maybe some people well, don't want to disclose yeah. that.
1: You know what? Honestly, I'll be honest with you. I've been doing this for quite a few years and I've never had a situation like this. Um, and it's so ironic because if I've, a situation like this came about and I made the most wonderful match. So it just goes to show that you never mm-hmm. know. And the fact that he actually owned up to it right away um was awesome. And the fact that he actually did something about it was also amazing, but yeah, I, Bianca, thought that, the fact that you held your ground too and said no, here's my yes, line, here's what I'm set comfortable your boundaries, with. set your standards, which she did. So I'm so proud of you for that.
0: And and at the end of the day, I I appreciated that of Bianca doing that, and that really motivated me to you know to go through and and ensure that you know what her values were, and at the same time, you know. I, I was relatively new with, with dating and, you know, I guess it just, you know, to, to to be put on the spot, I, I probably didn't think it through um, long enough to, or the reasons that I should have ensured that, um, you know, my ex-wife wasn't, um, you know, sharing the home um, with me while, you know, our children were, you know, still in the home. So, you know, it definitely um, motivated me to, make the change and and that uh that didn't take too long after
1: i remember when i um called you and said that i had another potential date for you i was going to have that conversation with you you know Uh, but i didn't get there because because, well, I did say to you, Hey, listen, you know, if you want to make this work with Bianca, you've got to leave that household. Like that's just Mm -hmm. not fair for her. So when I was calling you to set you up on another date, I was going to have that conversation with you, but I didn't get there. I didn't get the chance because you're like, Oh, we're back together. So yeah, I moved out of the home or whatever, and everything's peachy keen.
2: So George, what advice would you give to other men or women that are looking at going to a matchmaker?
0: Well, my advice would be from the learnings of of my experience is to ensure that, you know, if you have recently separated, um, that you need to ensure that you have everything organized and everything dealt with uh, with your past relationship before you pursue uh, into a new relationship or even into dating. You know, it's important that... um, you know, that everything is settled and that you move forward with a clean slate um, for respect of yourself and for the individual that you're dating. And that would be the learnings that I've taken from this.
2: And can we talk about weddings? You guys are getting married. What's the
1: plan? We have about 30 seconds. So,
2: (laughs)
3: hey, we want to get married, but it's COVID and we can't find a venue and we don't know what we're allowed to do and what we're not allowed to do. But yes, Wedding this year, sometime. Yeah, we can't wait.
1: Somehow that's so exciting congratulations yeah congratulations guys thank you you so much much for joining us yeah thank you so much for joining us tonight uh finding love may be tough sometimes but it's not impossible i hope that tonight's show inspired you to keep looking for that special person they are out there you just haven't met them yet now if you're interested in learning more about my matchmaking just get in touch with us on instagram at the dating and relationship show uh go to singleinthecity.ca as well and catch me at official laura Bellata to keep the conversation going i also have a free ebook to a step-by-step guide for getting a date on tinder all you have to do is go to my instagram official laura bellotta click on my bio and there's a link where you can download the ebook for free joan where can people learn more about you and contact joankellywalker.com or joankellywalker official on instagram and thanks everyone for joining us tonight and happy valentine's day